There's no music if you have no body to play it with, so take care of your body first. You getting into the gym and you lifting weights and working on muscles, is it's physical therapy for the benefit of your playing. The truth is nothing works like just taking care of the simple stuff. Diet, exercise and sleep. Take care of that and you'll be fine. Join us as two musicians and fitness coaches discuss strength, wellness and fitness in relation to musicians, artists and performance. Hey everyone, welcome to the Tune In Strong podcast. I am Angela McHuston of Music Strong. Along with me is... I am Dr. Jen Cavis of Tuned and Tone Performance. And today we're going to talk about overtraining. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to preface this with a little backstory. Um, a musician came to me the other day with some health issues. And one of them I keep hearing is, man, I'm so tired. I am so tired. I am so freaking tired. It's like an everyday thing. Mm -hmm. And um, this guy is a, is a guitar player. Um, one of those that is on stage a lot, like touring, studio, uh, well, was touring, will be touring again, has been on stage, on TV, all that kind of thing. So appearance is important. This guy, I find like musicians tend to fall, not, you know, this is not a blank, this is the blanket statement, but tend to fall in one of two groups, which is either they work out a lot and they love the gym. Yes. They don't really work out much at all. There, there's not a lot of middle ground. There's some, but it, it, by and large, musicians fall in those two camps, right? Mm -hmm. So... This guy falls in the former camp of gym rat, loves to work out. He hired a personal trainer a few years ago who showed him something called the 300 workout. So if you saw the movie 300, it's based on that. And it's a high volume, high intensity workout. And as far as I know, uh, and I don't know if he does this every day, but he's been doing that workout for years. He, he, that's not, <laughs> it's not meant for that. Okay. So what it's no. intensity high volume workout like that meant for Jen uh, uh, I mean it, yeah short short intervals or to be peppered into your regular that that is not it's like the people who try to do P90X P90X or yeah 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 for months on end and I'm like they'll get good results and then they'll dead stop dead stop every time and I'm like because it's not sustainable right <laughs> When it comes to, yeah, when it comes to your training, it's got to be periodized and progressive, but you also have something called like deload weeks or to be super simplistic about this, you need, you need everything. You need lightweight, you need heavyweight, you need lots of volume, you need a little bit of volume, you need mobility, stretchy, you know, woo-woo days and you need, <laughs> you need, you need intense 300 days. It's like, if we're going to look at it and compare it directly to practice. Thing. We've already talked about musicians or micro-athletes, right? So we wouldn't do nothing but, you know, over 120 beats per minute technical work. Nothing but that for months. You would never do that. You've always got your long tones. You've got your warm-ups. You've got your cool-downs. You, like, you've got mobility work that we do. We've got listening because at some point you go, the muscles cannot take more work, but the brain can. Let's go listen. Ear development, Tone right? All this crazy. Yeah. All this other stuff that like we know as musicians to do with our practice, but then you get in the gym. It's like, oh no, I can do this crazy stuff all the time. 
you can do it all the time for a stint and then you will hit burnout. It's We're gotta not... be super intense, right? Right. <laughs> Hi, Levi. I hope you just joined. This is Levi. He's he's decided to join us. All right. So yeah, exactly. This this is not this this type of workout is not meant to be done all the time. So this guy, um, and like I said, I don't know if he's literally doing that every day, but it sounds like he's He's pretty intense, like all the time. He loves it. And I get that. I've got another client who loves to do the same kind of thing, loves to go all intense, whatever. He He's not a big fan of, you know, the, the mobility stuff. I, mean, I get it. That's fine. We try to keep it to a minimum. But, like, he wants to flip tires and throw things and pick up the heaviest stuff possible. And he loves the feeling. But he's not really excited about, you know, the body weight stuff. Even though it's really hard, he hates it. I get it. I get it, but you have to have some variety, right? That's not exactly what we're talking about today. However, <laughs> point being, um, this guy keeps telling me, uh, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. And it's like, okay, tired as in like you don't get enough sleep? No, I mean, he's he's not out of work, but musicians in Nashville here are not gigging like they were. It's coming back. Shows and tours and stuff finally are starting to come back, which is awesome. Um, but it's not like... What I what this guy told me his schedule was previously was like he would play doubles or triples even, which is a, a single um, on the scene is four hours. So he would play four, eight, 12 hours a day that maybe. And that would be almost every day. So then COVID hit and then so he's in the gym all the time doing all this stuff. So it's not like it's his, it's his playing. It's his workout. Right. And so that's what my thought is. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it could be a whole lot of things, but I want to. I'm kind of wondering if you're overtraining and overtraining is something that isn't talked about a lot. We talk about people not getting in the gym enough, but right. what if you are too intense or you're just doing too much and overtraining can take a, a few different forms. I mean, if you're stressed out, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes a good sweat is what you need and sometimes it's not, but right. overtraining to what we're talking about today is is um, not having structured deload, not resting enough. Right. <laughs> Pardon my French here, but going balls to the wall all the time. No. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it, it's something that, um, I mean, we do run into. And we run into it with, I'm going to keep bringing it back since this is music and fitness podcast. I'm going to keep bringing it back to practicing too, yeah. right? We run into those people who don't practice enough and we run into those people who won't stop practicing and aren't getting better yeah um but i mean like, like you said it's that it's that structure thing it's you can do these bouts of intense intense work but you better have prepared what you're calling deload or what we would call you know some sort of rest time following it mm -hmm. or you can do um a different type of setup where you're not hitting all the time but like say you've got that guy flipping tires lifting stones you know all the stuff that i'm like woo right <laughs> so that's a lot of the the type of stuff that i like to do and maybe i'll use those implements every day maybe i won't i'm, I'm a little bit more i can switch some people can't if they can't but they also need to be sustainable which is where we get into trouble on what we're talking about here you can use the same implements but you can do it in a way that is not killing yourself every day have a heavy day have a speed day 
where it's more you're going to do longer work. It's going to become more endurance based, you know, but it's not it's not the heaviest thing you can for max effort. Like, no, no, it's, it's you cannot kill yourself because we're going too long. So you have to pace. Right. Yeah. Um, so and it's the same thing with practicing. I mean. I see a lot of young, the younger kids are the worst. The youngest ones who are really loving music are the worst about it. I don't know about that. That's your experience too. Um, they just want to play all the play time. and don't stop. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, put the instrument down, put it down, <laughs> put it down. <laughs> yep. So, so let's talk about what some of the symptoms are. Cause why I think like with this person, it might be overtraining. It's not, um, being tired is one thing of an, like a, a sense of fatigue, not yeah. just I'm tired. I can't, I mean, also this guy drinks a lot of coffee, which the two go hand in hand. And if you are, we can get into the talks about, you know, adrenal fatigue and, you know, stressing out your body. And if you drink so much caffeine to try to, it's like a vicious cycle, you know, yeah. at some point you have to rest. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I, somebody told me when, you know, rest is not rehab. And I love that. But at the same time, if you don't have enough rest, you're not going to recover enough. And like in the gym and in the practice room, like the, the, the recovery takes the, the growth and the recovery takes place outside the gym. Once you leave, I mean, you've broken yourself down. Once yeah. you leave, yes. you, you repair, right? So when you're in the practice room, Mm -hmm. Same kind of thing. You, uh, you, you, you break yourself down and you work out the thing. Your brain has time to assimilate it afterwards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So he's got this sense of like this sense of fatigue. He's drinking a lot of coffee. So now his adrenals are, are taxed more. Um, he's got, and you can also not this guy, but, um, you can also have injuries that like nagging injuries that don't that they don't want to heal or you've got allergies that just don't seem to go away. You know, uh, what other, what are some other things that, that you know of that come to mind? Um, An inability to relax or you can't sleep yeah. well, you get that wired, but tired feeling. Yeah. Anxiety is going to come more with overtraining than depression. Yeah. Um, in, general, in general, it can manifest the other way. Um, but typically you'll see more anxiety. Um, you'll see, um, in, in, in the gym, it's people's numbers going down on the weights and in the practice room, it's tempos going down yeah, on you things can stall that, in progress, you stall, or you start regressing or regressing. Yep. And that's even harder because then those people tend to want to push it even more. And you're like, you're, you're regressing for a reason. Um, those are some of the big ones for me. Um, Decreased energy, not energy, but it decreased enjoyment. So if you're, yeah. you find yourself, you used to love something and now you're just dreading it or you just, you're not enjoying it as much, you know, yeah. that's a big one. Yes. Yes. Um, and I think, Burnout. and I don't want to jump away from the symptoms if we've got others to cover, um, but I do want to make sure. And excessive soreness. So we talked about DOMS one day and how much is enough, right? That was episode five. So DOMS can be kind of expected. I know for me, it's 24 hours on the dot. I am sore. It's, it's, I know some people it's like an hour later. Some people it's 36 hours later. It's funny. It's different for everybody. But yeah. if you have more than normal DOMS or um, you get this feeling like your muscles are heavy or your legs are heavy or, you right. know, even, even like when you try to do something light, 
at like yeah. light, like light type yeah. exercises and your and your legs feel heavy that's right. it's something it's not, is something's not right that's a no. that's a sign yeah um let's let's unpack um and i don't think this is done often enough let's let's discuss rest a little bit and what it means versus what people think it means and let's do the same for recovery um because i think this is an important one i don't want to forget it um so we hear the word rest oh you need to rest you need to rest and what i know was my old, old habit and what i saw a lot of people do when they were told to rest they park it on the couch in an uncomfortable position but it feels comfortable at the time but it's not conducive to any sort of body health and they watch tv <laughs> yeah and they eat what they want and they drink what they want um in not a healthy way um and that's you know oh your legs are heavy great go home and prop them up and just sit there <laughs> that's not always what rest means you know and that's not always what means. right and i mean it's um th this is both i think most really knowledgeable gym folks and also a big part of the alexander community and also a big part of the feldenkrais community eight hours of sleep is a minimum number i know we talk about oh this is the number you should shoot for like that is a minimum because you're talking about growth happens after the gym because you've broken yourself down. Yeah. Yeah. What you're doing is you're causing, you're putting stress on your system, causing, I don't want to say micro traumas because that sounds bad, but you are in there doing things that are pushing your limits. Your body has to repair, has to upregulate, has to build. If it doesn't have the time and space and nutrients to do that and not from parking it on the couch and not sleeping, and sitting in funny but you know like i think we've talked about have we talked about active active recovery yet ever i don't think so like active rest which is yeah kind of it, like, it sounds funny but like you know take a walk go for a bike ride and not a hard one do something low intensity that's still moving you're circulating everything that your body is trying to prepare like trying to produce right and then you're ready to sleep better at night instead of like oh i just sat around all day so now sleepy even if i'm tired like you know doing nothing makes you exhausted yes it does. doing light getting outside getting some sunshine we, we won't even get into the benefits of natural sunlight which is a whole other whole other thing um but but all of that um like I said, real nutrients, real food, not junk food on the couch while you're watching TV. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to help your body repair. And if you're experiencing those symptoms, what we're talking about when we say things like rest is that we're not talking about sit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like with this guy, what I told him is like, Hey, maybe you shouldn't do that workout for what? How about you try something like this? How about you do something like that? Um, <laughs> What about taking an Epsom salt bath? Oh my gosh, that is so yeah. underrated. You want to yes. sleep well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or get the float tank. Have you ever done a float tank? No, but I'm also weirded out by them. They have I open ones too. Good. I hear nothing but good things, but 
I just, I'm not comfortable with it. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. In which case, just take an Epsom salt bath. But if you guys don't right. know what a float tank is, um, they used to call them sensory deprivation tanks. But it's basically like a thousand pounds of Epsom salts in a in a pod or in a, in a tub or a pool or whatever it is. And sometimes they shut off the lights, they shut you in, and you just float. I, yeah. Where I go, I fall asleep in the water almost all the time. It's so crazy. Right. But you're floating. I mean, you're just... And yeah. so you lose its body temperature anyway. So it gets your brain to shut off. It get you know, it's not for everybody, but you know, that's, that's also part of active rest, get a massage, but you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that, but also keep, keep moving. Like what I, what I told this guy besides like changing up his workouts, I'm like, well, maybe you should uh, up your omega threes. Um, Cause he eats the same thing every day too. Typical dude. Um, he's like, I don't want to have to look in the grocery store. I want to get in. I want to buy my stuff. I want to leave. <laughs> Typical dude, right? Pants. I need pants. I'm going to go in and buy a pair of pants and leave. Same thing in the grocery store. That's a yeah. Jeff Foxworthy thing. You can't hurt it. But so if he's eating the same thing, I'm like, well, you might not be getting the right nutrients. What, what kind of a, are you taking a whole food multivitamin? He's not. He's taking a yeah. synthetic one a day, you know, no good. Um, they find those at the bottom of porta potties, by the way. FYI, hmm. don't poop out your money. Go go buy some decent vitamins if you're gonna bother to take them, right? So like maybe maybe you know you get some anti-inflammatory supplements. Like you're taking some more omega threes. You're taking some vitamins. You're moving in a different way. Maybe just take up change up your workout. Take yeah. one or two more rest days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, give yourself permission to take a little time off and move differently. Yeah. Try something new that you're interested in for movement and exercise. Um, and before we get too far from the vitamin thing, um, so I want to cover both of those. So remind me, um, work with your GP blood panel. If you have not done this and I don't mean like the two or three vial one, I mean like the seven to nine vial ones where they're testing all of your nutrients, ask them if you are near the line on anything, right? Especially vitamin D too. That's There's a lot about. of people who are really deficient on a lot of things and they don't know about it. It took me multiple doctors to find out. Uh, I know I've talked about this on here before that I have that freaky low cholesterol, both types. Well, you need that. So no telling me, Oh, your bad cholesterol is fine. Even though I'm below the line, it's not fine. You know? And mm-hmm. I got better and more energetic when I, I started. But if You're- I, the nine vial blood panel <laughs> am i breaking up yeah oh dang it is this yeah. any better no sure. <laughs> all right one moment people one moment yeah technical difficulties here i'd say we would pause the recording but i don't know if it'll just kick us off but it it is a good point about the the blood panel i actually get mine done um Twice a year, I just had mine done again on Monday and uh, or Tuesday or whatever. What day is today? I don't know. Earlier this week, Tuesday, I had it done on Tuesday. And uh, the ladies typing in all this stuff. And this is for my thyroid doc. So we check, we check everything, but it's not like it's it's not as comprehensive as what you're talking about because I don't need all that check. But we do check my vit- my vitamin B levels because they were low, my vitamin D levels because they were low. Um, they check all that stuff. And then they also check in all the different, uh, hormonal levels, which mine are all non-existent. If I don't take stuff, literally, they, they, I don't have any, I have no hormones. So, <laughs> so 
lady's typing and all this stuff, and she's like, I'm almost, it took her like 10 minutes, she's like, I'm almost done. Whoo, and you, I, seriously, I think there were at least nine vials, maybe 12. Yeah. There were a ton. Yeah. But, you know, better to be thorough. And that's what she said. She's like, that's all right. Hey, at least you got a good doc who's thorough. There's some that never, that, that don't. You, that's what you want. You want someone who's going to check all the things. Yeah. I had years of doctors. I don't know if I'm hoping you hear me now. Yeah. Um, but I've had years of GPs who never told me that I was low on my cholesterol and never told me that I was anemic. That's low iron, if you don't know that. Um, and if you have no cholesterol in your system, you have no iron in your system, you have no energy. So no wonder I couldn't get out of bed. Um, so yeah, that's, that's another thing. Um, and especially if you are active and especially if you're intensely active, it's a higher, I don't want to say risk, but you use things that are in your body, right? So sometimes we have to replenish them more frequently and we don't know what you're low on if we don't know what you're low on. Hmm. Don't guess. Please yeah. don't guess. Don't just yeah. go supplementing with stuff because you think yeah. or you read it on a wiki something or other. Please, or yeah. WebMD. Oh, I have yeah. low energy. Maybe I just need more vitamin D. Maybe you don't. Right. I do not need more, more vitamin D. I have plenty in my system. What I don't have is the processing power, which is sunlight. Um, so I did, I was one of those people who I spent a lot of money for a lot of years on vitamin D supplements that I didn't need. Hmm. It's I just like, <laughs> I gave a, I gave a workshop today to a, um, a college and in my presentation that I, I give to everybody, what it says is do not self-diagnose your injury. Do not guess at what you have and treat it as if you think you might know, or you're going to try it. No. If you are dealing with something, please go get clinically diagnosed. Don't guess and don't waste your time and money. It just, no, go get an answer. Because what if, you, what if you're treating something as something and it's not that something, it's something else? You yeah. know, same with your nutrition, your, your, your uh, yeah. 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 So yeah, there's, there's a little tangent into there, but that, that's something that's often related to overtraining. It's like I was saying, I mean, um, I know that when, um, like Ryan is lifting heavy, he's my fiance. When he's lifting heavy, he's got to supplement magnesium. He uses all of it in his system, all of it, but I don't. So if we had assumed that my problem was magnesium, I would be spending money on, you know, long story short, that's what we're talking about here. Um, and then the other thing that I wanted to talk about was trying different things. So, you know, we've all got our things, right. That we like. But almost everyone has something else that they'd like to try, even if they're terrible, even if they're terrible at it, right? Yep. <laughs> you know? um, there's one gal I know who is super awesome, ridiculous, uh, ridiculous strong woman. She's pretty short and weighs a lot less than I do. And she definitely picks up heavier sandbags than I can, um, okay. you know, but in her, her rest days, she decided that she wanted to learn um, pole. Oh, yeah. That's so, intense. I mean, for me, yeah. that would be a heavier workout than my workout days because I you know, try to hang on to a out, Yeah, holding uh, your poor biceps. <laughs> right. But that's what she wanted to do. And there was a lot of stuff they did on the floor, you know, whatever. But it was her rest day. Um, for Ryan, something that's more of a rest day. You know, he does strongman on his day-to-day -day training. Something that's more of a rest day for him would be... Um, light kung fu tai chi um stuff like that where that's his background um for me maybe i'd go try a new type of dancing i had that in my background for a long time 
um, every almost everybody's got something they'd like to try. And I know that with adults, it's like when you find adults who are like, well, I wanted to learn an instrument, but it's too late for me now. Like, first off, no, it's not. It, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. And then it becomes, well, where can I play even if I do learn a thing? There's community bands everywhere. Everywhere there's community bands. There's always somewhere to play. And we just don't know about it because it's always the youth and the professional stuff that's advertised. Mm -hmm. Same thing goes for adult sports teams. There's almost always a recreational adults league. Some kind of intramural stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Always. You know, like in Tallahassee, there is a a local community uh, kickball team, of all things. (laughs) You know? Like, kickball? Really? (laughs) But there is You know, so we have pickleball. Yeah. (laughs) It's been explained to me so many times and I'm still like, we have what? I like to eat pickles, but pickleball? My understanding is that it's tennis on a smaller court with a smaller ball, I think made by somebody in Phoenix because we have a lot of senior citizens in in Arizona. There's a lot out there. And uh, they just, the running, the running is what got them in tennis. So they wanted to play tennis, but didn't want to run. Pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a little faster than badminton. It's like a badminton court, but playing tennis. Something right like on. that. Pickleball is huge in East Nashville, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong. So if anybody is a pickleball player, don't quote me on that. That's what I was. how it was explained to me. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> please tell us if we're wrong. School is on pickleball, please. But I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's always something that you can be doing. You know, it's not like you don't want to put down your instrument and immediately get on your phone or your computer and sit. No, get out and move some different way, you know, and take please take to heart those signs and symptoms. If you are tired more often, you find yourself craving more coffee and you're nothing else in your life has changed. Yeah. So you've been doing the same thing. Um, but suddenly you're just more tired. Start to look if you are if you are big into either like your practicing schedule and you're starting. This is another one. You're starting to either dread it or you're frustrated and you want to go, but you don't want to go. And you want to want to go do and you don't. That's kind of a sign, too, of maybe yeah. I need to dial it back. Maybe I need to do something else for a while. That's OK. Maybe I need to change my approach to practice. Right. Um, and, and please, please, especially if you're young and listening to this, catch this early. Catch it early because the last thing you want is to get, you know, multiple degrees in and you hate practicing, you know, (laughs) you don't want to hate practicing. You're trying to go professional and it's like you love your instrument and you love playing with people and you hate the practice room like that. That's symptomatic of something's wrong. Um, (laughs) Something's not good here. and, And same thing with if you love being strong and you love feeling healthy, like. And, and you just can't anymore. If you're drinking coffee, like you say, if you're drinking coffee and you want more coffee and the coffee makes you more tired instead of less, catch these early. If you don't know what the problem is, get somebody to outsider perspective early. Yeah. Take care of. Sometimes it takes somebody else being like, hey, you know what? You've mentioned every single day to me this week about how tired you are. In fact, every text you have sent me has opened with, I'm so bleeping tired. Something's wrong. How long has this been going on? Um, you know? Something's wrong. Yeah. And wrong. Yeah. And it be, the other reason that it's also helpful to have an external 
perspective is it's really easy to go from, I'm doing so much that I'm just done. Cold turkey stop, and then you're doing too little. And now you can't sleep because of that. You know? <laughs> That, so that's what COVID did to us. I mean, some of us went from too much to nothing and our yeah. brains won't shut off and we don't know how to handle the, the, the dead stop, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, thanks to COVID. I, if I don't get nine hours, I used to need eight hours. I was a solid eight hours girl. Now it's like, if I get less than nine, I get cranky tired. I'm starting to go to bed at like 9 p.m. I'm like, how, how did I, when did I get old? <laughs> get my dinner at five, watch Jeopardy, go to bed. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Time for Wheel of Fortune and I got to yeah. eat my crackers and go to bed. When did I turn 80? <laughs> I don't know. It's that once you've, it's kind of rough either way, right? Because if you yeah. get so tired that you don't feel your lack of sleep anymore, um, having something like eight hours of sleep, all of a sudden you feel great. And you're so not productive when you're on your, you know, five and six hours of sleep, and then you get more productive when you're on your eight. Yeah. But then if you're used to your eight and you suddenly don't get your eight, it's like, I can't do anything. And, you know, and sleep debt's a real thing. Let's just talk about that for a second. Um, yeah, sleep debt is a real thing. If you don't know about that phenomenon, Google it. Mm -hmm. um, you you young teens and 20 year olds. Mm -hmm. um, Every hour of not sleep you're doing right now, you will have to pay back, just so as you know. <laughs> and we don't mean on Saturday. Mm -mm. It doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't work that way. So Just to throw a little something extra in there, um, they, talking to this, this other person, um, you might, going back to the whole blood panel thing, make sure you get your hormones checked too. Yeah. Because, and I, I, I don't mean... Well, I mean all of them, including cortisol, your stress hormones, because um, symptoms of overtraining can show up in the blood. Yeah, and they can show up with how your body operates in a bunch of different ways. And so it can be it can be also indicative of something else. And what I told this guy is like, hey, it could actually be low testosterone. And right. low testosterone doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means. Right. It, I mean, it can, but it doesn't all just have to be sexual. I mean, it can also be like I had low testosterone. I had super dry eyes. Once I got my testosterone levels back up, boom, my yeah. eyes are way better, way better, yeah. more yeah. energy, more clarity, um, more uh, all kinds of stuff. Right. More clarity of thought, more energy, all that kind of thing. But it can also be that your thyroid might be a little out of whack or you might be noticing there's a conversion in the thyroid or pituitary or whatever. And it might not be that yours is like as bad. Mine's bad. It doesn't work at all. But it might not be that. It might just be a little low, which yeah. can be indicative of overtraining or something else, right? So take that in with a grain of salt. And um, yeah, if you're gonna go get your stuff checked, throw that in there. Yeah, yeah. All of it in there. Just just I do all of it. They'll check all of it while you're at it. It's it's a lot easier. Um, if you ever go get a physical, just throw that in there. Yeah. Well, then, I mean, then you have the whole picture, right? The whole picture. And usually if something's off and two things are off and three things are off that are the same source problem, likely source problem. Yeah. That's easier to fix. You know, like if you know what the problem is and they're all related to the same likely cause and you can address that. Yeah. And like you were saying with the cortisol too, I mean, if you're not sure if you are overtraining, or if you've got something else going on and it's just a ton of cortisol and, and you're getting also having that, like you're getting weaker 
feeling in the gym. I mean, we won't go into the details of cortisol, but basically, yeah, your muscles are eating themselves. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like you should be ripped and you're either maintaining your weight or gaining when you really should be going the other way, there's something else at play here. Yeah. It's another sign. Big time. Big time. Go get your stuff checked. Well, I've got to run. So let's do some plugs. Please. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So you can find me at musicstrong.com. Just Google it. It's on everything. So Music Strong Fitness on the Instagrams and Music Strong at Facebook. And it's actually Music Strong Fitness on YouTube. And that's probably all of it. Um, you guys can contact me any point, anytime. I give out free movement assessments and I do one-on-one personal training. I've also got the COVID Comeback Challenge. If you sign up for the 12-week challenge, which is full of community as well, you're going to get a free Hypervolt massage gun. So talk to me about that. And I'm launching a new clients program, not a clients program, um, a fitness program. And it's not a workout. So if you would like to take control of yourself and your body and make 2021 the best year ever and understand yourself, let me know because uh, I want you to come join us with that. Jen? Uh, you can find me at tuned and toned performance.com that's tuned with a d and tone with a d uh facebook and instagram at tuned and tone performance um we are doing currently i've got uh open slots in tell in tallahassee and um online for uh one-on-one clients um movement assessments still and nutrition uh for performance right that's different than that's different than nutritionist stuff um we also have in Tallahassee, we've got group classes um, at Big Ben Strength and Conditioning. I'm doing the Life Strong class. So if you're looking for low impact, high result stuff, that's me. We've got free workout trials. So hit me up if you want to get on in on that. Um, and the week from Saturday, which I think is March 6th. Is that oh right? Gosh, what happened to the year? I think it's. <laughs> Sixth. It's the first Saturday in March. Let me double check because I don't want to say the wrong Saturday and, and be an idiot. I'm sorry. It is the sixth. Yes. So March sixth, uh, we are having our next Ladies' Day. We're gonna do pec. So, uh, ladies, if you feel saggy, if you feel like your shoulders hurt, if you feel like you know all of this is kind of knotted up, whatever, come in. We'll work on your pecs. Uh, yes, I said saggy. <laughs> I broke Angela. <laughs> um, it's an area that a lot of ladies neglect. Um, and You're it's, right. it's tied, in, right. it's tied right. into our confidence, you know? So like, <laughs> <laughs> if you're feeling saggy, okay. <laughs> mentally, emotionally, or physically, if you're feeling saggy, come on in. Um, it's going to be 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. <laughs> on the side somewhere. <laughs> that's well, your new slogan <laughs> if you're feeling saggy come to ladies day <laughs> oh gosh okay guys that was fun <laughs> alright everyone we'll see you next time <laughs> <laughs>